Welcome back to Embodied Millions with Danielle Markoff. Uh, so today I want to just tap into the idea of imitation and how imitation is, you know, they say imitation is the best form of flattery. But if you've ever been imitated, copied, if you ever have had your teachings, words, copy, content, you know, um, imitated or used or, and you know it's been used and that has happened to me and that has happened to many people I know in the online space, then you know it really doesn't feel good. And it essentially creates this defensive stance in our bodies, creating contraction like a betrayal, right? It can feel like a betrayal. It can feel like an invasion of our intellectual property. But, and that's sort of the formal way of saying it. It really feels like an invasion of our thoughts, of our ideas, of our self-expression. And so, and if you hear me breathing, a little bit heavier. It's because I'm doing this while walking um, out in nature and it's super cold. And I was in contemplation about this all morning, this idea of imitation. So I thought I would capture it here because I know that if it's coming up for me and sort of percolating for me to heal on a deeper level, I think it would probably be beneficial for so many. So At any rate, this idea of imitation being feeling like an invasion, feeling like, you know, this, this sort of hostile, passive aggressive, hostile takeover of our ideas, of our parts of our self expression, parts of our our words, our thoughts, our beliefs. Yeah, it doesn't feel good. And so when our body sort of shuts down, contracts, clenches, right? We actually draw away, we draw back, you know, because any kind of clenching, contracting is making smaller, right? In and of itself, that's what what we do. We make make ourselves smaller. And maybe there's some feelings that go with that anger, frustration, annoyance, maybe outright rage, Um, brings up maybe feelings of competition, and feeling like now you need to protect your stuff, protect your, protect your work. And so one thing that I was studying this morning and reading about around imitation is that, and I say this all the time when it comes to, you know, strategies and blueprints and do you want the mindset checklist that got me to six figures or uh, seven figures or multi seven figures. The thing is, is that wealth, one thing about wealth is that and growing wealth and becoming wealthy is that you can do what everyone else is doing, right? You can take someone else's checklist. You can take someone else's b- blueprint, which so many of my clients, by the time they come to me, they have already done a lot of work on themselves, you know, therapies and different healing modalities. And they've also done a lot of strategy work, business work, um, money mindset work. And 
the truth of it is that when we when we take someone else's sort of way and we apply it and we don't get the same results we don't make six figures we don't make multi six figures we don't make seven figures right there's usually two things that happen one is the person who sort of received it is like wondering what did you leave out you know is this a trick for you to get me to sign up for your program there's already a sense of distrust maybe and then and or there's a feeling of maybe i did it wrong maybe they there's a questioning maybe of purpose and vision there becomes a whole questioning around you know could this work for me um what am i doing wrong and that's something about uh self development and you know sort of like universal law like i truly believe we need to be take full responsibility for our you know for ourselves and our actions but when you've been wounded when there's deep shame that runs through your family and through you because of those wounds there can be a feeling of what's wrong with me and so a lot of times i've seen women i mean powerful ceo high achieving women crumble under this wound of shame especially when it comes to wealth money um trying to get their you know their business is off the ground when they've decided to innovate or pivot you know into a new modality that they know is life changing and so what i believe to be true is that it is not about the thing that you do it's not a list of things that you do to become wealthy in fact one of the things about becoming wealthy using your divine gifts is your passion for it right it is your passion for it that is going to deliver the results and it's your passion for it that's going to attract the clients and attract that and therefore money in exchange for your passion right which when we talk about passion we're talking about this feeling this fire about your purpose about what you're doing and so i just wanted to address that when someone whether they're taking it or whether you're giving something right to say hey here imitate me imitate how i'm doing it right and being in obviously this space for many many years in the coaching space for 12 in the somatic therapy space for 5 now going on 6 you know there is this there is this sense that intellectually understanding material and applying it is one thing but feeling it really embodying it is something totally different and that's why when i talk about wealthy goddess unleashed which is my six week group or i'm sorry my six month group experience it is a wealth embodiment experience because we are going into each individual's way right it's them defining their way it's you defining your way and it's not imitating my way because my way some of my way might work for you but my way is not going to work for you 
right? I don't care if we're even teaching the same exact thing. My way is not going to work for you. You're, you have to find your way, right? In how you share and communicate and access all of that information and process it and activate it within yourself to activate others. And I call it activation. You call it activation, passion, right? There, but it's this higher energy feeling of, it gets you excited. It makes you want to jump out of bed in the morning. It makes you feel really potent and powerful. And you're like, oh my God, this is what I could do forever. If I did this forever, I would feel prosperous. No matter how much money I made, I would be so prosperous in my life to get to do this work and be able to sustain a lifestyle that feels so juicy and rich and good. So this whole idea of imitation, the reason it showed up for me is because a couple of years ago, I wrote a post and someone who was claiming to be a millionaire in the online space took my post and used it as her email for her newsletter. And what's so funny is that I was on her newsletter list. I was on her email list and I got the email. And when I first, you know how you get that sort of little peek at what the beginnings of the email is? Well, I got this little peek and I saw my exact words. And I was like, oh my gosh, did this woman like use my stuff and like credit me? Like I was feeling... My initial feeling was, oh my God, I felt so honored. I felt so seen. I felt so relevant. And then to open it up and see that she used, you know, the first paragraph of my content or more, she just took my post and she made like minor, minor changes to like some of the body of it. But the whole first part was my words. And that what's so crazy is, you know how you talk, you know how you write. There was no doubt, you know, you know when you know that this was my post. I had literally just written it and her email came out like within 30 minutes of me posting it. So yeah, it was a bummer. So not only did I feel disappointed, I felt hurt. I felt betrayed. I felt this sort of invasion. Um, I felt unsafe. Um, and so, listen, I'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill here because, but I also want to say that, you know, I'm talking about subtly unsafe. It's not like I felt unsafe in my life. It's not like I felt like, oh, I'm never going to post again, you know, because obviously you could take steps to, you know, get rid of people in your world that, you don't want to be connected to who are not good for you. You also have the opportunity to look at what this was for you, right? Because I truly believe the universe always happens for you. And so you get to look at what happened here. What was this for me? What is it I have to heal? Because I was fucking triggered. Talk about triggered. I was damn, damn skippy triggered. Anyway, and obviously I'm still talking about it. So, (laughs) so (laughs) You know, there was something, and and listen, there's layers to this stuff, right? There's layers to it. There's layers sometimes of healing it because sometimes it's not about the person who did it. She's just the messenger. She's just ends up being the teacher, right? So it's not personal maybe to her, but it is about where else maybe in your life have you felt 
those feelings. Where else did you feel triggered? Where, where there was someone who you felt like you couldn't take up space without them sort of claiming it as theirs, possessing, you know, these parts you couldn't wasn't safe to voice wasn't safe right because someone else would take over or take it or take parts of your identity and so I was very clear I'm very clear because I always am doing my own work that's one of the things I loved 12 years ago when I got into coaching I'm like oh my god I can be paid to always do my own work because in my mind We always, as coaches and service providers in the transformational space, thought leaders, you know, spiritual entrepreneurs, whatever you are calling yourself, healers, you're always, your job, your number one job is to do your own work. Because doing your own work is the only way you're going to keep getting better and grow and expand and, right? And then you can keep teaching more and sharing more and, you know, all the things. So anyway, the point is that... (laughs) I'm like always doing my own work. So I was like, oh, there's, there's so many parts to this. And I knew obviously where this part came from for me in my childhood. I knew. And I got to unpack it on a deeper level because we know healing happens in a spiral, right? It doesn't happen like an onion because for a very long time, I thought healing was like an onion. Peel back the layers, peel back the layers, peel back the layers. Hurry up, peel back the layers because I'm rushing to get to the center you know, to be healed. And the truth is, that's not at all how it is. It's a spiral. And we move through pieces and parts and we think we've conquered that, you know, and then we come up against something else. We're like, gosh, this is so familiar. And then we get to go deeper into that same part, that same healing. Hi. And so, and so, uh, yeah, so that was, this was some of my my own work that I'm sharing. But um, if you're someone who has felt like maybe you're not fully expressing all the things that you want to express, you know, because maybe you feel like people are going to take it or it's already out there. And so, um, you know, and there's this competition feeling of, right, like saturation of you know, a particular modality or whatever, which, cause, you know, when we're in consumption of so much information, that's all we see. But I just invite you to, you know, look at how you can support your, you know, your own growth and expansion and, by sharing more, knowing that it's the energy and the passion behind it. It's the activation behind it that will bring and attract and get the attention of those who are meant to, you know, do, do work with you. And that it's not about taking on someone else's blueprint. It's about tapping into being guided to tap into your own blueprint that will bring wealth and well-being and wholeness to your life which is true prosperity i mean that's what it's about okay signing off for today ending by my jeep here ending the walk and um have a beautiful day we'll see you next week